Come on and join together with the mango. We're in slightly better musical shape than the last time around, but we still need a little tonal massage from our friends out there in Electric Ladyland. Happy endings a plus. Ten shows strong this instant, nearly an hour of content, and I know you're still listening because I'm taking advantage of that sick part of your brain that always, always, always sniffs when your companion says the magic words, smell this, does this smell funny to you? Let me give you some free advice, folks. Don't ever give advice for free. Make people work for it. If someone asks if they can pick your brain, you tell them fine, but only if they go through your nose to get there. Hold your nose now, as well as your brain, and try to recall that wonderful scent when you opened a box of brand new Crayolas. Oh my. Today's story is the enchanting gifts from the lawn. Let's flow into it with long strokes and closed eyes. Unless you're driving, unless you're driving, or performing surgery, that would be bad too. Gifts from the Lawn by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Sarah picked crayons here and there from the front yard, along the edges so she wouldn't trample the wax and upset her father. The front yard was his for show, and the backyard was hers for play. That's why she had to sneak her crayons from the front. She crumbled the back to pieces. Sarah had a crayon deal with her cousin Ellen in Oregon. Oregon grew lots of yellows, and Sarah loved lemon yellows. The only crayons around these parts fell into the burnt umber range, so deadly dull that Sarah might have wept if it wasn't for her crayon network. Besides certain yellows, Sarah regularly received lavenders, light blues, and navy blue, which was her most prized possession. Navy blues came from Scandinavia, and just the postage for a handful of them was two weeks of Sarah's allowance. She tried planting a navy stub in the backyard once, in order to grow her own, but nothing ever came of it. Her father said it had to do with the soil and the climate. Even if it did take, the thick roots of their burnt umber lawn would probably choke the navy before it could bud. Sarah's life changed when she read an excerpt from the first chapter of Darwin's Origin of Species aloud in class. As soon as she got home, she cleared a couple of patches in the backyard and started segregating her russets from her sepias, digging them up by the roots and transplanting them to their own corners of the yard. On weekends, she and her mother frequented nurseries and garden shows for samples of slightly darker and lighter shades. At nine years old, Sarah became a crayon breeder. By twelve, she was a savant of artificial selection and had her own booth at the local shows, selling shades that many people had never seen before. She sent checks along with her shipments on the crayon networks, asking for local soils and climate data. As Sarah's business grew, so did her color palette. By the time she was forty, she offered gift boxes of crayons in all the major department stores, her company Gifts from the Lawn was the first to offer Scarlet, a color native to Brazil and previously thought to be unattainable in a pure, never-melted state. Sarah retired from the running of her company at 45 to pursue her other horticultural interests. In the evenings, after a long day's work, she'd relax in her study with a stack of coloring books from 40 years ago. With all 7,000 hues of her company's crayons spread across the floor, she filled in the white areas in all of her childhood books. Aw, hey, they can't all be psychotic, can they? This little bit of milk and honey between episodes 9 and 11 can be found on the Captain of Blogs, the 1000.blogspot.com. Or just play it again now at BewareTheHairyMango.com if you want it again so bad. Tap on the hull of our sleek donate button if you want to see what it's made of. Whisper sweet somethings into my inbox at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com or seed my fields with comments on this post and say nifty things about me in an iTunes review. 
This greasy podcast has been wrestled to the ground by a manly Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share-alike 3.0 United States license. This is the only Matthew Sanborn Smith saying, if there's one thing I can't stand, it's a unicycle. Good night.